Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 363, and today what I'm going to do is share with you a conversation that I just had with one of my students. We just had a coaching call, and the reason why I want to share this right now is because it's fresh in my mind, and I really think that you guys can benefit from this. Now, her issue was she launched, things were going rather well. She ran out of stock, she went back in stock, and then the sales had kind of dropped. And she also kind of tried to do her pay-per-click over again, and she wanted to know about those numbers, and are they good, what should I do next, uh, you know, where should I be in this, you know, in this process right now as far as relaunching because my sales are not what they were when I ran out of stock. So that's really what we're going to be digging into, and I want to share with you kind of the play-by-play, like the action steps that I gave her, and this way here, if you're facing this or if you ever do, you at least hear what I have to say, but then also give you some things to think about. Because a lot of times, you know, people will come to me and they'll ask me questions, whether they email them or if it's on a Facebook Live or whatever, and they'll give me like this, this question, but there's a lot more details that need to be answered or that, you know, questions that need to be answered, that is. And that's really what I did here. And it's funny because she sent me an email with kind of like bullet points of what she wanted to cover. So I had like a heads up and I literally made bullet points back as to what I wanted to ask her so I could get more information. And I'm going to share that with you. Now, if you guys want the show notes, the transcripts to this episode, probably you're going to want to do this one because again, like I said, I'm going to walk through exactly what we talked about and kind of, you know, really explaining where she is and where she's going to be, uh, you know, or her time is going to be spent moving forward the best, you know, the best way possible. Um, so that is the amazing seller.com forward slash 363. All right, so theamazingseller.com forward slash 363. All right, so that's the show notes and the transcripts. Now, a little quick reminder before we jump into today's uh, episode is uh, we are doing a workshop tomorrow night, depending on when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, then it will be on the following day on Thursday. And if you're listening to it after the fact, well, just go to this page anyway and see when the next upcoming workshop is. But this is going to be the last live one that we do for a while. Uh, we're going to be taking a little bit of a break. But if you head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop, you can register for an upcoming workshop there or the recent one that we're going to be doing. All right. So um, if you if you're brand new or if you maybe just kind of want to see the you know the roadmap or kind of like the five phases that we use to launch a product or pick a product, source a product, and all that stuff, you're definitely going to want to attend that live workshop, all right? So definitely go check that out. All right, so let's kind of dig in here. I want to get right right into this. So her questions to me were this, and I'm going to read the email that she sent me before we actually got on Skype and, and went through all of these different things that's happening inside of her product and in, in her listing and stuff. So she says, I launched in January with an auto campaign for two weeks. I took that data and created a broad phrase and a golden nugget campaign as you instructed. It's a good idea. I also left the auto campaign running, spending up to $60 a day for all three. Okay. Now, moving on, she says, all three were doing really well for about a month all under 50% ACOS, which is good, especially for just starting out. I started running low on inventory, so I made an order and jacked up the price to not get as many sales. We're going to come back to that in a minute, guys, okay? Um, that there, You might not want to do that. I'm going to explain why. 
So the next thing she says is, I also stopped my campaigns and started doing a broad campaign because I listened to your podcast more and listened to that one uh, webinar that you guys did recently. And really what she's talking about there is about how to kind of use the broad to discover and then from there move them into other types of campaigns. But we'll talk a little bit further through this because she switched things up here as we move through. Uh, So then she says, next thing is, I decided to use Ignite. You know, now if you guys don't recall the uh, the workshop and all the training that we did around pay per click or sponsored product ads, you'll probably want to check that out. It'll make more sense. That can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash ppc. And um, it's funny because she started using Ignite from scratch in a sense because she wanted to kind of start from scratch, and uh, and she didn't think her numbers were all that great. And then after we kind of went through it, they're actually really good. And I'll I'll kind of let you guys know about that here in a second. But then she says, I started from scratch, so to speak, on what you instructed on the webinar, but in the last month, I have been breaking even on the ads. I'm disappointed because I wish I could go back to doing what I was doing a month or two ago, and I can't seem to replicate that at all. Right now, I'm only spending up to $20 a day. At best, my ACOS is 65%. I want to get it back down under 50% or less. What I would like is a specific action step plan from you, exactly knowing what to do going forward, and I will totally take action. Even if that means it's time to get outside traffic, I will not go looking for a second product until this is all squared away with the first. All right, so the very first thing that I want to stress here is, and that pointed out to me, is I want to go back to where she said she started running out of stock and she jacked her price. Now, I'm not opposed to raising the price a little bit if you want to slow them down a little bit, but not so much to where you're going to slow them down to their crawling. Because here's the thing, you are going to be going out of stock with that conversion rate. So if your conversion rate is really good and then you raise your price and you start to slow down your sales, you're going to also show Amazon that the product isn't converting that well. So people really might not want it as much, all right? So then when you go back in stock, it's going to basically pick up where you left off, and now you gotta ramp things back up again to kind of try to get yourself back to where you were. So I'm not really a fan uh, of raising your price or jacking your price, as she said. Um, If you wanted to slowly increase it, I, I don't know that I'm totally opposed to that, but I would prefer probably just to go out on fire, right? Like just go out, and and just run out of inventory. I know it stinks, right? It's not good, but I would rather go out and then have Amazon say, okay, they ran out with a really high conversion rate. When they come back in stock, they're gonna kind of remember that you had people that wanted your product. And then from there, that's gonna help you because now you'll rank quicker and all of that good stuff, okay? So I would not jack the price. It's going to lower your conversion. So definitely, definitely would not recommend doing that. And she said, you know what? That, that was my bad. I get it. So now she, she knows and she won't do that again, all right? So that doesn't mean that she won't get back to where she was, okay? Because I think we definitely found some things that could be an issue here. So the very first thing, I, these are the questions that I asked her that I actually asked, you know, that I wrote down into my bullet points that I was going to ask her. So the very first thing that I said was, and I asked her was, how many people right now, how many listings are competing right now with that same type of product? All right. And she said, you know, there's, there's quite a few, but you know, really on the first page, it's not that, that competitive, but there's, there's quite a few. And I looked and there was 435 results for this particular keyword. Not that terrible. Okay, not that terrible uh, for this one keyword. And the keyword is her main keyword. It's like garlic press, right? It's like that one main keyword. So that's fine. The competition, I think, is, is fine. The next thing I asked her, 
how many sales are they getting per month? So how many sales is your competition getting a month? Because we have to gauge this. You may be thinking that you did really good a month and a half ago, but what you didn't know is that your competition was too, and then now it's a slower time of the year or that the trend is starting to decline or maybe it's seasonal. I mean, who knows, right? So what we have to do is we have to compare. We have to say, okay, what are the sellers doing right now today so I know at least where I can get to if I get in that spot? Okay, so that's the first thing that you have to ask yourself. So if you are, even if you didn't run out of stock and you're wondering, how do I, how do I get to a spot to where I'm going to get my 10 sales a day or whatever sales that you want, you have to look at the competition and use that as a gauge and say, if I can get there, there's a good chance I can get those sales. But you also have to have a comparable product. You have to also have comparable, you know, copy, meaning, you know, the, you know, your, uh, your, your listing as far as your title and your bullets and, you know, all that stuff, the same kind of benefits. Like there's some other variables that come in there, but if we at least get there, then we can say, okay, we're there. We're not getting the same amount of sales. So now what's broken with the listing. So now we have to, we'd have to reverse engineer and look at the listing. All right. So we can just keep going down into those things, but we don't have to do that. Her listing looked pretty good. Um, the images looked great. Um, the copy looked good. So that wasn't an issue for me. Okay. The one thing that did stand out to me though, is she was more expensive than most everyone. Okay. And the other thing is, and this was her first product. Uh, she's actually selling a product that is under $20. Okay, which, you know, I've got a few products that are under $20 and it's fine, but you got to understand you have less room because you have, you know, you don't have as much margin depending on how much you're paying for and all of that stuff. So um, because of that, other people are selling, a, you know, the same product for seven, eight, nine dollars and she's selling it for 13, 14 or 15 dollars. Now, all of a sudden, why is someone going to buy yours versus theirs? Okay. Now she is still selling some, so it, it clearly shows that people will pay the extra money. Um, but that is a conversion aspect. That is something that might make a huge difference, but we won't know that until we get on first page and we can be side by side with those other, with those other, uh, sellers. Okay. So we won't know that. All right. So the next thing that I wanted to look at is where are your, where is your competition that's getting 300 sales uh, a month and more? And it was really within the top eight. The top eight listings were getting between 300 sales and 1,000 sales per month, okay? Most of them between three and 500, I would say. So clearly, if we get in the top eight, there's a good chance that we can grab some of those sales. They were spread out pretty evenly, okay? So that's number one. So we looked at that. We go, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. Now we ask the next question, where are you ranked? All right. Now at first she didn't even know where she was ranked. She was like, I, I don't even know. Honestly, I, I was just looking at the pay-per-click stuff and I go, well, here's the deal, right? You're looking at pay-per-click. Like you want this to be, you know, that you want that to be your, your generator of sales. We can't necessarily bank on that. And we don't want to bank on that. Our pay-per-click to me is 20 to 25% at best. The other part of the sales are going to come from organic. Well, those, those sales that are coming from pay-per-click are going to help us rank organically. So people that say, well, my ACOS is 50% or 75%. If you're getting organic sales from those keywords that are being generated through pay-per-click, then, then that 50 or 75% isn't so bad, right? That right there is going to help us rank so we get exposure on page one. Does that make sense? Ask yourself that, please. Hopefully you're shaking your head and you're saying, yeah, Scott, it makes total sense. 
Makes total sense. All right. So understand that. And, and when I explained that to her, she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes a hundred percent sense. Right. So I'm not, I'm not uh, necessarily just looking at the ACOS, although we do want, I mean, a perfect world is we can get an ACOS, you know, at 20% all day long or 10%. That would be That'd be amazing, right? Um, and, and if that's the case, that's great. But right now, we're in the early stages. Um, since she's kind of redid her campaign, she's only been running it for three weeks with Ignite. And um, and I'll get into that in a minute because she didn't think she was doing as well as she is after I kind of seen her numbers. And I was like, okay, everything is working perfectly in Ignite. It's, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Um, all right, so moving on. So we, we basically figured out what the top eight uh, or eight or 10 different sellers are doing right now. Okay, and we said they're selling between 300 and 1,000. The next thing we asked was, where are you ranked? At first, we didn't know, right? So then I went ahead and I typed in her keyword, her main keyword. And it's funny, I just jumped to page two, three, and I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't find you. We didn't know it. She was on the bottom of page one. So she's at number 15 on page one for the main keyword. So this is exciting in itself because that means that, yes, we're not getting the sales that we want. So what do we have to do? We got to get more sales so we can increase the rank, so we can move up the ladder. Um, there's something that you know is out in the you know marketing world and uh, direct response marketing world is really like you want to be ab- above the fold. And what that basically means is when someone lands on a page, when someone loads a website page, any page, not just Amazon, we want to be able we want to be able to not have to scroll and see whatever we want to see. If there's a call to action to be made, we want it to be on that page before we have to scroll. Same thing applies here in Amazon. If you're within the top five to eight, somewhere in that range, depending on your screen resolution and all that stuff, generally, that's going to that's going to be on the top part of the, of the page, right? And that's where we want to be. So she's at 15. We just got to do a little bit of work to get some sales so we can get up higher in the rank, okay? So as we're going through this, she's getting even more excited and she's like, okay, this is making sense. I'm, I'm liking this. This is good. So then the next thing was, I asked her, how many reviews does your competition have on the average? You know, because if we're competing with some that have a thousand or 2000 and we rank higher, it's going to be still hard to convert. That's a conversion thing, right? Because now people are going to tend to go to the higher ones. Well, to our surprise, most of them were between 10 and 300. It wasn't that bad. It was really not that bad at all. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, okay, so that's really not going to be a factor. So again, we're just too far down the page. We got to get you up the page. Well, let me ask you this. Do you know how to get better rank? Let me ask you. Ask yourself that question. And if you do, say it in the car, say it on the run, whatever you are. Say, yes, this is how. Well, I'm going to tell you how. You get more sales, okay? And if your listing is optimized, which hers is, her keyword is directly in the title, okay? The best spot it can be. If you get sales, you're going to rank for that keyword, okay? So even if you didn't get sales through that exact keyword, it's going to help you rank because your listing is optimized. It's already telling Amazon what it is, all right? So the review thing, not a problem. So we get that out of the way. I X that out of the way. Now, do you see how I'm kind of asking these questions as she gave me her first problem? Her first problem was, Scott, I ran out of inventory. I'm not getting the sales that I want to get. So we went through this whole process in basically 30 minutes. I I did a 30 minute coaching call with her and we went through all of this stuff just as I'm going through it right now with you guys, because I want you guys to see that you have to go through and ask these types of questions to figure out where you can move the needle and where you can improve. Okay. So just, I want you guys to understand that. The next thing I asked her was, do you have a launch list? And she said, no. 
I don't have one yet. Okay. And I said, okay, because what would I say if she did have one? We got to get sales through that launch list. Let's run a, let's run a promotion. Let's do a promotion to get sales. Because again, if we look at the top eight and we say that they're selling between 300 and a thousand, and honestly, we looked at like the top, like, or let's say like positions like three through five, they're selling between three and 500. That means that we got to get between probably like 10 to 15 sales a day, and we can get ourselves bumped in that spot. If we get 20, that's going to be even better, right? So our goal in the next week or two has to be to get sales, okay? So this way we can move up in the ranks. That could be through a promotion. That could be through more pay-per-click. That could be through lowering your price, all right? So the next thing I asked her was, okay, you don't have a launch list. We're going to have to work on that. Have you reached out to other list owners, other people, other influencers in maybe Facebook or Instagram or YouTube? And she said, not yet. I said, okay, well, we got to do that next. And then she said, well, how do I collect those emails? Well, then I directed her over inside the class because there's training in there because she hasn't gotten there yet. But basically, this is the way it works. And because she asked me, how do I deliver the code? And how do I, you know, how do I direct people to my my uh, my listing? Do I, you know, send it to my website? I don't have a website yet. Like, how do I do this? And I said, it's very simple. You create a landing page in any software that you want, doesn't matter, or a website. We have a plugin that we use called Giveaway Boost for giveaways, but you can just use a ClickFunnels page. You can just use, uh, you know, lead pages. You can use any service that you want, but it needs to be a landing page with uh, a landing page for anyone that doesn't know what that means. It's basically just a page that you land on, and the only option is to give your first name and your email address in exchange for that code. And then once they enter the name and email address, they click submit. And then the next page is going to be the thank you page. That thank you page would have a code that would give the 50% off discount. And then from there, it would give them a link to the listing. That's simple. We don't send them directly to the listing until after they give us that because then they're more qualified. And we don't just drive traffic there because that will also lower our conversion if it doesn't convert. All right. And again, we talk all about that on our build list workshop, which you can find at theamazingseller.com forward slash build list. And uh, you can see exactly how we're building our own launch list, which that was my other, uh, you know, my other task for her was to build that launch list. All right. So that's everything we covered there a lot, right? We went through all of that stuff, but we figured out that there's definitely an opportunity for her to, to improve her ranking. There's definitely, uh, you know, there's room for improvement for her to be able to potentially get sales uh, just from, you know, maybe even just running more pay-per-click. Okay, now let's talk about pay-per-click really quickly. She said when she first started, she was breaking even on the ads and it was great. She's like, awesome. But the thing is, she didn't realize that by doing that, that's also going to help her rank organically. And I think it's amazing that she's ranking organically already with uh, her having, I think she's having like right now, I think as she got back in stock, like maybe two to five sales a day, something like that. Okay, so that's fine, but we have to increase that. Okay, the other thing is with the pay-per-click. Um, that she mentioned was that it was working really good. And then after she ran out of stock, she got back in stock and it didn't work as good. So she went ahead and she started from scratch with, um, with Ignite. Now, if you guys don't know what Ignite is, it's also a tool that we use to manage our pay-per-clicks at our, our sponsored product ads now. And then also what it'll do is it'll give us suggestions and it'll also start to separate some of our data. So what we do, and just to kind of not, not complicate it, because 
you know, it can get complicated, but we did a whole training on it, theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC, break it all down. But basically, this is what it is. We use a broad keyword. That keyword is really just to go out there and attract search terms, the search terms that that your, your customers are actually typing in. And then what happens behind the scenes is once it starts to have some data, some impressions, some clicks, and some sales, it will make suggestions to then take that keyword or that search term and either put it in a phrase match campaign or a keyword, or a, I'm sorry, a uh, exact keyword, uh, technically search term, uh, you know, campaign. So there's really like three buckets. There's a broad, there's a phrase, and there's an exact. And then she went on to tell me, she goes, Scott, you know, I just don't know if it's doing that well. I mean, my, my broad campaign, I'm, I'm following all, all the suggestions it does. And really, really to, to implement the suggestions, all you do is click accept. It gives you, you the suggestions, and then you say yes or no. But she's been running it for three weeks. The broad phrase, or I'm sorry, the broad match was, uh, or right now currently is 120% ACOS, okay? Not great, okay? Because again, it's just collecting the data. But this is where it gets interesting. The phrase match, after some of that data has come through, some of those sales has come, have come through, uh, it then takes the phrases and then we'll move it to that campaign. That campaign now, I think she said was just over 25 or 28% ACOS, and I might be off a little bit with that number, but it's under 50, okay? And that one there, I think she said converted to like five or 10 sales already, all right? The broad campaign, the 128% ACOS, the one that looks really bad, converted, I think that was over 20 or 25. But then here's where it gets really interesting. The exact match campaign that was, all this was done and automated through Ignite, that one there has had 30 sales, Okay, and the ACOS is like under 30, okay? So she's like, so I don't even know, are those numbers good? I'm like, they're phenomenal. Those are phenomenal. Right now, for as early on as you are, three weeks in, I mean, you gotta let this stuff run, but it's definitely doing the job. It's out there, it's finding these these, uh, search terms from the broad, which is the keywords, and then from there, it's starting to sort them and put them into buckets after they've proven themselves. Really, really powerful, and I think she's going to continue to do really, really well. But one tip I gave her, which she wasn't doing, is I said, well, how many keywords do you have in that campaign as your broad? And she said, I have about 20 to maybe 30. I'm like, okay, that's good, okay, but let's maybe expand on that. So she wasn't aware that inside of Ignite, you can actually take your competitor's listing, their ASIN, and then you can just go in and plug that in, and it will go and it will scrape their listing for keywords that are relevant to yours, and then it will say all of the keywords, and then you can make the decision to add them or not to add them. It's totally up to you. And she did that, and she was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So you literally have like a keyword scrape tool inside of Ignite, which is pretty powerful. So she was that was one of her tasks that she was gonna start doing now too, because now she's gonna start to broaden out well, hence the word broad, she was going to actually expand out that campaign of the broad. And then that also gives her more opportunity to find more search terms that then get moved into phrase and then get moved into exact. Okay. And that's how it works. So that there could be just running in the background right now. She's running $20 a day. And she asked me if she should bump that up. I said, I'd wait until that exact match and the phrase start really converting better. Um, it's, it's doing good, but if it gets like, maybe it's getting at like 20% or something, then maybe, I don't know, add another $10 per day and see what happens. So that's what she's doing. That's really, really awesome. And if you guys, um, even if you're not using Ignite, you have to understand that you want to be able to start looking at 
the, the keywords or the search terms that are performing well and then start to put them in their own campaigns. So this way here you can drive traffic to just those those specific words um, and and search terms, okay? So that's that. I don't want this to be a whole pay-per-click session because I don't have enough time, but I already did that and so did, you know, Chris with me and uh, Jeff Cohen from Seller Labs. We did a whole training on that. Uh, Again, theamazingseller.com forward slash PPC. So again, just to kind of wrap this up, that's what we talked about. Tons and tons of stuff as you can see, but I said to her, this is one thing that I would do right now, okay? Right now, I would probably lower my price to $9.99 or maybe $10.99. And the only reason I would do that is because that will also allow me to start getting sales without even having to do a promotion. And you got to remember, like I said back in the day to her, I said back in the day, eight months ago, uh, you know, we used to give away product either at a deep, deep discount for like, you know, 75% off or sometimes 90% off and sometimes free just to get sales volume, right, or sales velocity, and um, and in this case, all we're doing is lowering the price a little bit to get that to get that momentum and to get that sales velocity. So that's like her first, like that was my first thing for her. I I, I would do that like immediately. So this way here, you're already there, you're already getting the traffic, you're already getting you know paid traffic, and you're getting on you're already on page one. Let's see what that does. That's like an easy thing you can do and see what happens. So. Let's just kind of cover the action steps that I gave her, okay? So action steps number one was leave Ignite campaign running because at first she's like, should I turn it off? I'm not sure if it's doing that well. I'm like, it's doing it's doing fine. Let it go. So number one, leave that Ignite campaign running. I would also, this is step number two or action step two, is add more keywords using the add ASIN feature inside of Ignite, okay? I would definitely, definitely do that and she's seen already just from what I showed her, she was like, that's crazy. That's really, really awesome. You can expand on your keywords and then really start to broaden out on those. And then action step number three was lower the price for a few days and keep an eye on sales. That would be like the easiest thing to do would be that. And then four is outreach and build a list. Do your email capture like I talked about. All you have to do, like I said, is create that landing page, uh, create a thank you page. That thank you page will then give them the group code for 50% off. We've done that recently. And actually I did a podcast episode um, just a few back, a few episodes back where I talk about the results from that. And they are just awesome. Uh, we're not giving away product for free. We're not giving away product for even for even 75% off. We're doing 50% off codes. And we did that to our list and we were able to get 152 sales in five days. So, and we bumped our BSR and we started ranking for keywords. Actually, the last I looked for that particular keyword, we were on the bottom of page one, I believe. Um, I think it was bouncing between there and page top of page two. So we're on the right track. We may have to do another one of those, um, but we haven't even really started pay-per-click because while we're doing these promotions with our own email list, we're not running pay-per-click because we don't want people to jump on that page and then see our ad on the right and then click on it and then we get charged for it. Um, so that's a little tip for you guys too that are doing um, you know, launches within your own list. If you're gonna do that, you're gonna drive people to a listing, do not have your pay-per-click running because they could just see it somewhere and then click on it and then you know, you're going to, uh, you're gonna get charged for this. We don't wanna do that. So hopefully this has helped you guys. I love, love, love kind of going back and reversing what things are, you know, what, what's happening, but then also kind of like digging into the questions. Because I think if you guys ask yourself these certain questions, you're going to find 
answers or solutions or things to test. Like, I'm not saying everything that we went over is going to work, but you can hear there's a lot that we can still play around with, right? And the other thing I didn't even mention was because she was like, you know, I don't even want to think about a second product until I get this figured out. And I said, well, maybe this isn't the product that's going to be that, you know, that big winner. Maybe this is a product that's going to lead people to that second product, right? Because maybe your margins aren't as good as they are on this one, but it's going to bring the traffic. And then she was like, I didn't think of that. So, you know, that's another thing that you can do. So while these things are running, while these things are being tweaked, while you're letting them run and kind of collecting the data, it might be time to start looking at that second product. And she does have a second product that lends itself well to this first product. And I said to her, like, that would be one that you probably want to start looking at getting it sourced and, 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 you know, can you do a small run of that? And then that might be the one that could be the one that has all the margins, right? And then you have a lead product that comes in because the other cool thing that you can do, and I told her this as well, is you can then run that little promotion inside of your listings. So it says, hey, if you buy this, get 25% off of these other other products, you know? And then from there, people will click on that and then they have the option to buy your other products and they only get the discount if they purchase product number one. So it's a great way to cross promote your own products internally and uh, and bring more awareness to those products. So uh, guys, that's pretty much gonna wrap up this little recap of our coaching call that I just got off with and I just get fired up for doing these or from doing these and uh, hopefully you guys got value from this if you run across this and I think the one big thing just to understand is please do not jack your price if you're running out of inventory. It's, It's going to make it harder for when you get back in stock to get ranked again. You're gonna have to put a lot more effort in than to just go out on fire and then let Amazon pick up where they left off with your listing by you just doing a small little mini promotion or even just turning your pay-per-click back on. Like, that's it. Like, that's what I would do. All right, guys. So, um, guys, the transcripts for this episode, theamazingseller.com forward slash 363, all the show notes that I talked about, which there's a ton uh, of resources there for you guys. And I'll give you guys one last quick reminder about our workshop happening tomorrow night, depending on when you're listening to this. And that can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. Go register for that. And if you are listening to this after that is is over and it has ended, you can still go there and you'll get all the information for upcoming workshops. Again, theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. All right, guys, so that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.